Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have to lower the volume. Whoa. What's up, everybody? What up, welcome Jimmy? To the Jimmy Star Show. Yay, it's going to be a lot of fun today. And we've got super great guests. Before we get started, let me start off by introducing my cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. How are you today? Looks like it's going to be an interesting show. We have some very, very diplomatic people, shall I say? There you go. I'm being nice. Notice how I'm being so chic and elegant and wonderful. With your new haircut. With my new haircut. There you go. And I'm just going to be a gentleman with a clean mouth, and I'm not going to be silly or funny. Here you are. I'm going to be very adult and serious oh, when I interview no. Michael Reagan. Reagan. How do you pronounce <laughs> Reagan. There always was an argument how you pronounce their names. In Ireland, he's a Reagan. And here he's a Reagan. Well, I guess we can ask him, but on TV, I've always heard no, of Ronald Reagan. No, so. that's, like, that's like tomato and tomato. In Brooklyn, you're a tomato. Uh, when you're in the fancy neighborhoods of Park Avenue, you're a tomato. Either way, what's up, Chad? You I'm here behind the board. Tomato, Chad Murphy. I say tomato. What's going on, fellas? Looking good today. 
There you go. What up, chat room? We hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I stuffed it down pretty good, must say. Had some good times. Good. We did, too. We did also. We want to also give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, Ginger Irish and Morley? What's up, Morley? Morley. How you doing? Deirdre's in the, Deirdre's in the uh, chat room. Our Hollywood... God, I'm losing my voice. Our Hollywood vixen, she's coming on in a little while. We have three great guests for you guys today. We have actress Emma Ernest, and then we have political strategist, author, and son of President Ronald Reagan and Academy, Academy Award-winning actress Jane Wyman, Mr. Michael Reagan. Then... We have Bianca Ryan, who won the very first season of America's Got Talent at age 11. She's like 18 now, and she's going to be awesome. I can't wait to have her on, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And for those of you who sent me emails that were a little upset that we're having a Republican on, you know, we, we don't believe in Republican or Democrat. Jimmy and I just feel whoever the better man is, is the winner. Um, I'm not, this is not a football game. And the Republicans are not playing versus the Democrats. Let's all get rid of that sort of thinking. We're all Americans, and we all want the best man up there to do the job, no matter what political background he stands for. So today's show is not a plug for the Republicans. It's going to be all about his wonderful book about being an adopted orphan. And I want to ask him questions about his fabulous mother, Jane Wyman, who was an Academy Award winner for... Johnny Belinda, who has done wonderful work, and she was on a TV series forever. I'm sure you all remember her. Uh, so having a father that's a movie star and a mother that's a movie star. And a father who's also the president of the well, United States. I, I, was, I was going there. You jumped the gun. I was going there. And then becomes the president of the United States. That's a pretty heavy burden for some kid to grow up with. How do you, you know, stand up to your father? Or meet his approval when he is so super, super fabulous. But we will find out when we talk to Michael. Absolutely. And we hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. I also want to say uh, RIP to Paul Walker, everybody. Paul Walker died this past weekend. Uh, you guys know him primarily. He's been in a million movies, but he was super well known as as the guy in all the Fast and Furious movies. And I did the costume design on Fast and Furious too. He was a really nice guy, uh, and so the world will miss him. I will definitely miss him because, like, I even have a little doll of him. Oh, right there. Oh, where to go? Anyway, I have a I have a Fast and Furious car from the first one with a little doll of Paul Walker and everything in my collection. So R.I.P. Paul Walker. He will be missed. Tragedy when someone that young is gone. And so tragically in an auto accident. And leaves a family, too. Yeah, so sad. So everything but, but you have goes remember, out to him. But you remember now, he's in the next dimension now. And he's with all the people that he knew when he was young that have passed on. There you go. So he's learning now what it's all about. And he's sitting there or standing there or flying around waiting for all of us to get there. There you go. It's going to be fun. So I think it's really uh, – I just do think it's a sad tragedy and, and the best goes out to his, his family. I think he's left with like uh, – I think he has one – I know he has one child at least. So unfortunately, uh, Well, you do feel uh, R.I.P. Paul Walker. You feel sorry for the people left behind. You don't feel sorry for the dead person because they've traveled on to a better dimension than the one we're in now. So, you know, happy journey to him but sadness to his family. There you go. Absolutely. I'll go with that. And in a few minutes, we're going to call Emma Ernest. Um, so, Chad, tell us something interesting about your weekend because we need to have some gab. We need to have some gab? Yeah, I want to have some gab. Today. I don't know. I, like I, 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 I liked our gab you, you, at the end of the show last week so much that I thought we need to do some more gab. 
Hey, did you know that, like, I think, what was it, like, seven or eight people died on Black Friday from shopping mobs and over something like 75? I watched all the videos on Walmart of people getting trampled. Was it crazy? I saw someone getting, like, um, what do they call it when you get shocked? Tasing. There's some tasing going on. But, yeah, did anyone hear about that, like, the eight deaths resulting of Black Friday? I didn't know that people died, but I saw people getting trampled, and I think that's, like, terrible. The one that got me was the guy that threw the television at the other guy's head. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, there was one where he threw a television you. at him because he was trying to get it, and somehow he oh, picked up Lord. the TV and threw it at him and him and that. It was unbelievable. Now, like, I, And I think, you know, like this is just my own personal opinion, but I, I think the world is messed up when you start opening up on Thanksgiving Day to get in on the early sales and have people leaving their families so they can run and buy, you know, save 100 bucks to buy a television. I think that is just terrible, and it's a terrible sign of economic culture you know, in America. It's called greed because the landlords want more money and they ask these shopkeepers for more money and they have to in turn get more money from us to pay their bills to give the shopkeeper the money so he can pay the high taxes chad did you go out shopping at midnight on thursday night or six o'clock on a lot of stores open at six and eight o'clock on thursday night are you serious jimmy yeah i'm serious you're Mm -hmm. seriously asking me that I'm seriously asking you because I want to hear you say absolutely not. That's right. I think the last time I did a black, well, I did it once in my lifetime, and it was back in early 2000, and that was the last time. And what I boils down to, I don't really think it's worth it at all. As far if you think if you value your time, you know, you don't really save that much money as far as, far as what I see. And by the time you get through the door, they're like, "Oh, we're out of it." You That's know? right. There's so, nothing I need. That would ever make me do that. Exactly. But, I you mean, know, I guess we all, we all go through that as human beings. You know, we, we all go through the got to have it stage. And, you know, we grow up and we move on. So I think it's just different generations get caught up. And it's not like all of us go jamming the doors. If all of us jam the doors, they wouldn't be able to stay open anymore, you know, because there would be too many I, I people. I hear what you're saying, and I think that's true. But I think, like you know, now it's December, and like malls and stores stay open like till eleven o'clock at night, and and I think all that stuff's ridiculous. I think you don't do any more business being open later. You know, if you were open less hours, then people would shop in the hours that are available for them to shop. Because you open more, they come shopping in those. But I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I just, can't stand it. But, but just think how happy the shoplifters are because they have more time now to steal more stuff. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that good, works. Good thinking, Ron. Unfortunately, yeah. that, like, since I'm not a shoplifter, I don't get to do that. And so for me, it's like a waste, and I don't even like going. It's funny because I like to go to the malls and look at all the people shopping. I think it's fun and hear the Christmas music and see Santa and all <laughs> and all that stuff. But No, I hate the malls. I think the malls are horrible. I'm, I'm just a guy that remembers Christmas in New York City, walking down Madison Avenue, 5th Avenue, 57th Street, passing Bergdorf's window, seeing the Christmas tree skating at the at Rockefeller Center. Uh, that's my Christmas. Going to a mall and seeing a lot of plastic statues around and Santa Claus stuff. And they don't even say Merry Christmas anymore. Now it's Happy Holiday, Cause which makes me really feel like I'm not in Christmas in the mall. Right. Yeah, um, I, I went to the mall. I was looking for Jesus, but all they had was Santa. So I was like, why don't they have Jesus? <laughs> why don't they have Jesus in the mall? Oh, because, Jesus you know. Jesus in the mall, only Santa. Because no, no, Jesus had, isn't going to lie to you or be a. No, we had life-size. Uh, the guy from um, Star Wars, the big black guy. What is he called? The Darth, Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. And we had Superman and Santa Claus. You know, like, how do you have Superman with Santa Claus? 
Yeah, just a bunch anyway, of imaginary We're going to go to Rockefeller Center this year, though. When they light the they light the they light the tree today, it, have, it lights tonight. Oh, we're going to go. We're going to go sometime before Christmas because I want to see it. I've always wanted to see it, and that's one of like the things that I'm real happy about us coming up here that we get to go see it. Yeah, that'll be neat. I, in my early early years, I was an ice skater, and I tried out for the ice capades. My very dear friend was Bobby Denard, a very very famous ice skater. He skated with Sonia Henny. And I knew him, of course, when he was quite old. And he gave all of us skating lessons at Rockefeller Center. And to me, when I go back and skate there, it's just going to be wonderful because I'll feel 16 again and 17 again. Absolutely. Blades of Steel. I know, you're only a little bit older I can see it now. I can see it now. Blades of Steel 2 with Ron Russell. That would, wouldn't that be hilarious? Because that was it was no it was Blades of Glory. Oh, was it Blades of Glory? All right. Yeah, Blades oh. of Glory. That comedy with Will Ferrell where he played the ice skater dancer dude. That was hilarious. Oh, well, I didn't see <laughs> it. Where am I getting no, the Blades I, of Steel I skate, thing? I skate pretty well. I do too. So we'll go skating. I, I can swizzle backwards. I can too. Well, good for you. Isn't that cool? How did you learn to ice skate in Florida? I, there's an ice skating rink in Sunrise, Florida. I used to go there all the time. They keep it real cold indoors, Ron. I would go there on my first time dates with girls. <laughs> What? That's, that's, that's where it all that, went wrong. That's when, that's when he was a frozen fruit. <laughs> that's some funny shit stuff. He, he went there and he became a frozen fruit and he thawed out. I think all that's right, hilarious. So let's go ahead and call our first guest, Chad. Yeah, after I lost her here. All right, give me a second. Okay, her name's Emma Ernest, you guys, and she's in a new movie that just came out yesterday on DVD. It's called Rise of the Fellowship, and it's a geek movie, and I'm, I love geek movies, so I'm super excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. You go ahead and take it. Okay, here we are calling. Let's see if it works. <laughs> da da da, the silence is deafening. No, my, my sister always said never pick up a phone on the first ring because the guy will think you're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> so the women, girls always let the phone ring a few thousand times. And they Hello, stay, oh. I'm Ernest. I'm not here to pick up the phone right now, but if you leave we'll a message, message. I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'm going to leave a message. Uh, hey. Oh, you're not going to like the message you were going to leave. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, Emma, this is Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell from the Jimmy Starr Show, and we're supposed to be interviewing you now. Give us a call, 561-623-9429. Hurry up. Bye. I hope you're a blonde. (laughs) I cut that part out. (laughs) Now what do we do for the next? Turn up Ron's... uh, Gain up top, would you, a little bit? Okay, hold on. Hey, everybody. I'm very loud to my phones here. Am I better now? Yeah, there you go. Turn your phones down if it's too loud. He's all right. He's all right. Is it okay now? Sounds better. I hear you better now, too, because I couldn't hear you that great before either. I wanted to be soft and sophisticated because, after all, we have Ronnie's son on. Soft and sophisticated doesn't work in any – none of those political (laughs) analyst guys are soft and sophisticated. No, I know. Look, you think I'm not going to play with him? He's going to be tortured. He's going to be regretting coming on this show. After I get through with him, he'll slit his wrists. But anyway, no, because I want to tell him his father wasn't the best president. You're not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. Well, he never mentioned the word AIDS in all the time that he was. Okay, but we're not bringing up anything. We're not doing a political interview. Well, I'm not doing a political. It was Elizabeth Taylor who brought it to light when she is best friends with Ronnie and Nancy. And she told them. I don't want to do anything gay with him. I'm not doing gay. I don't want to do gay or AIDS. Well, you're ashamed of being gay? No, but I just don't want to do it. We're not going to do it. I'm talking about Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. Go to go find something to do. Whittle some do soap yeah. or something. <laughs> um, yeah, Elizabeth paper. Taylor, because I knew Elizabeth quite well. 
And these are the conversations that we had at, up at AMFAR and, of course, at Elizabeth Taylor Foundation for AIDS Research, which I still uh, work to send money to. And Elizabeth said that she had to talk to Ronnie because he wouldn't really think of it or mention it. He felt that it was a disease for people who were careless and didn't really care about their health. If they were decent Christian people, they wouldn't have such sex, you know, group sex or whatever. I don't know what the hell he was This talking guy about. would have been like seven when that was going on. <laughs> no, I know that. But I mean, say, you know, I think that had, had Ronald Reagan mentioned AIDS earlier, we may have been a little bit further in, into securing it now. Um, thank God and God bless you, Elizabeth Taylor, wherever you are, my sweet love. I adore you. You are beyond an actress, beyond a movie star, and beyond a beauty. Elizabeth Taylor was the only person I can honestly say that had a heart bigger than her ass. It's the truth. <laughs> well, she got very fat in old age. I saw the poor thing in a wheelchair. I was in Palm Springs, and we went to the museum where they were giving her an award, and I was in the wings, and I went over to her, and I leaned over the wheelchair, and I kissed her, and I said hello, and she looked at me blank. She had no idea who I was or who anybody was. Uh, they had her very heavily medicated. And the lights went out on the stage, and they wheeled her out, stood her up, took the wheelchair away, put the lights back on. She spoke, accepted her award. God only knows what she was saying because no one understood her. They came back with the lights out, put her back in the wheelchair, and wheeled her away. And I spoke with, what's her name? I forgot. Uh, I can't think of her name. Her assistant. And I said, Elizabeth didn't remember me. She said, Ron, don't feel badly. She doesn't remember too many people. She's quite ill. And she passed away soon afterwards. I did a, I, I bought this magazine, uh, and it's on, it's on stands now. It's like People Magazine, uh, what happened to all the people from the 90s. And one of the people that was in there, because that's when she married Larry Fortensky, mm -hmm. and she actually left him like almost a million bucks in her will mm -hmm. when she died. Um, uh, no, she's a, she was a kind, good woman. She was not a phony. She was not a Beverly Hills show off. I mean, she cursed a lot probably as much as I do. She was very frank and very open. She didn't care for baloney. Um, she was a very direct woman and very, very affectionate. The first time I met her, I went up to Amphar and I was talking with one of the gals there and they said, Elizabeth Taylor's lying down in one of the offices on a sofa. And I said, oh my God, how I would love to meet her. She said, okay, let me see. Well, she went into the room and I guess said to Elizabeth, there's a crazy guy out there that wants to meet you. And Elizabeth said, have him come in. And I went in and she was lying on this leather sofa with the Venetian blinds closed so I could barely see her. And she said, honey, I hope you don't mind that we don't put the, the, the windows open, the, the blinds, because I'm having trouble with my eyes. And I said, you mean I'm not going to get to see those beautiful violet eyes? She said, you will, but how about not today? Anyway, she was delightful. I saw at the white party, the red party. Um, I did lots of things with her. And, and she's just wonderful to work with. Everybody adored her. And, of so, course, I knew Rock Hudson, so we could share that stuff about poor Roy when he became ill with AIDS. Was that his nickname, Roy? Oh, no, I'm sorry, Roy. Did I say Roy? Yeah. Yeah, Rock. Roy, Roy was his real name. His name was Roy Fitzpatrick, but Rock was his stage name. All right, so, Chad, let's try and call her one more time. Roger that. See if she answers. Da-da-da-da-da. I mean, it's people in show business that want to get ahead. Don't do things like this. Shh, don't. I'm sorry, Jimmy. This is rude. She should be reprimanded for this. It's totally Unless she got hit by a bus, there's no excuse for this. Come on. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm very serious. We're not to be played with. This is a this is a TV radio show. One more time. 
Okay, kill it. Yeah, we don't want to leave a message well, twice. I'm, I don't think. I'm, kill it. I'm not here to pick up the Kill it, Chad. Get ready. Killing it. So let's take a second break then, yeah. Chad. Let's play a song. Why don't we find something from uh, International Nova and let's play Photogenic for everybody and we'll see if uh, she calls during the uh, I'm not interested in getting the time. So. I won't interview her. I'm, so sorry, anyway. I'm very sorry. When people do things like this, unless she's ill or something tragic has happened, if she has just forgotten, I'm sorry. She didn't forget. Well, if she has. If she says, oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, let's go. No, I'm sorry. Come on. Chad, let's play Photogenic.
so sexy. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's International Nova's Photogenic. It's available on Monarchy Records. It's on all the digital download sites. We don't know what happened to Emma Ernest. Uh, she has a movie out called Rise of the Fellowship came out today, and I guess that's it for her. We're not going to worry about it. Uh, sh- she stood us up. Oh, well, hopefully, sh- hopefully she's not hurt. Anyway... Now Ron's not going to talk at all because I told him I didn't think it was good to say bad things about her on the air. And I said to Jimmy, we worship our guests. I especially tell them how wonderful they are and how much I love their music. People are starting to think that we're lollipop lickers, that all we do is spread this bullshit around how sweet we are. I want you to know, when you do crap like this, I'm not so sweet. This is a show. This goes out all over the world. And that woman didn't have the respect to call in and cancel or to somehow contact us. That's not professional. We don't do that in this business. How would all of you out there like to have spent $300 for a ticket to go see a big star on Broadway and the star didn't feel like going to work? And you're sitting there like saying, well, what are we doing? What are we going to do? You know, we have time here that we have to fill with words and speaking and fun. Now the show has taken a negative angle, and I don't like that because I don't do anything negative. So let's turn it into a positive. Yes, we will. Let's just hope that she didn't get hit by a bus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll go with that. I want everybody out there to know we tell the truth on this show. We don't do like, oh, I think like, darling, let's do lunch like the phonies do in Beverly Hills. Oh, yes, let's do lunch, sweetie, and you never hear from them again. No, no, not me. Ron Russell tells it like it is, baby. Always did, always will. And at times, and if you know people out there don't like it, let me know. I'll leave the show. Well, everybody in the chat room says hello. Hey, Melissa, lots of new people in the show. We got Shane's in the chat room even. That that makes me happy. Now it's positive. I got my Shane-a-la. I love my Shane-a-la. My sweet cookie. It's my other daughter. And David Harvey's in the chat room. And, Mel- uh, and I Melissa love- hey, Rudd is in the chat hey, room. Dave, David, how'd you make out with your stomach? I know. He's going today, I think. Something no, he, about today. He, he went. I think he went already. I'm not sure. I, I think I saw him write something that he you know, like, showed lay, up. Lay off the pepperoni pizza and, and the beer. There you go. <laughs> what? But, but I the really mic, hope from the Mike and I guy. It's really bad, and I hope you really feel well soon. I got a call coming in from a 561. Um, that's Florida. Yeah, I know Go ahead, that. let him call. Let him, let's see who it is. Take it. Hello, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hi, it's Shane, and I'm surprising you because you've got some time to fill. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, Shane. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Ron. So, guess stood what? Up, she's calling in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry you got stood up, but I wanted to help you out. Because yesterday I was in the studio for the first time in a couple of months doing something really cool. And I think that you guys would appreciate it, especially today, because um, I was hired by a client down here to actually work on her musical project. It's nothing to do with my stuff with Structure Records, of course, which I'm really excited about still. But this is a song that's going to come out really soon. And the topic of the song is anti-bullying, which is really, really prevalent. Yes, and to yeah, always be kind to people and to do good things. There you go. <laughs> that's great. I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be fabulous. So is it a rocker or is it a ballad? It is a ballad, Jimmy, because I know you love the ballad. Yeah, I so love the ballads. That's what makes absolutely. me the happiest. Absolutely. <laughs> so I thought I'd spread the positive energy and the positive cheer and... Uh, you know, you guys have some time to fill. So I, here's my surprise pop-in. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's so sweet of you to do that. Are you crazy? It's wonderful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you well, have a nice Thanksgiving? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? 
Hell yeah. Did you guys have a, thing, a good Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Nice. It was Beautiful. very nice. It's cold here. It's cold awesome. here and it snowed a little bit. Well, not really. Well, well, today, today is 48. But it was cold well, on Thanksgiving and it snowed. A yeah, little bit, not good. a lot. And tomorrow's going to be like 62. So we're having spring in December, which I don't care for. I prefer, to, you know, cold and snow. But what's going on with you besides the career? How's Frank? Every, yeah, Frank's good. Frank's good, definitely. Um, I, I know that everybody in Florida is jealous of you guys because we all want the winter weather and the fall weather and the crisp air, and it's still hot enough to go to the beach here. So <laughs> whatever snow you have, count your blessing for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And David Harvey says the hospital appointment's tomorrow, and thank you for the kind words, by oh, the way. I thought, I thought it, he emailed me it was today. I thought. Yay. So everybody, prayers out for David Harvey going into the hospital tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, shout-outs to Shane Layton, our fabulous author. You guys can get her books of Light and Darkness on Kindle, on Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. You can go order it. The first one is called – what's the first one called again, Shane? The first one is called The Vampire's Daughter. The second one is called The Vampire's Reflection. They're out now on Amazon, Kindle, and also Barnes & Noble Nook. And the third one's going to come out real soon, too. God, awesome. You're incredible how you write these things, and they're also perfect and good and, and fast reading. I mean, and you write them like in days. Such a talent. It's fabulous. So, so cool. Well, I think what we're going to do... Shane, we're so happy that you called. It's 3.30, and we're going to play another song, and then what we're going to do is call our next guest because we're supposed to call Absolutely. him at 3.35 anyway. And so we want to thank you for calling in to us. We love you. We think you're fabulous, and we'll be talking to you soon. And there's a I chance love you guys, that, too. There's a chance that Jimmy and I might be down to Florida for a couple of days to see his dad uh, right before New Year's. And if so, well, we're going to see you guys. I'd love to see you guys and have a great rest of the show. And, and these live things just make for good radio. So you guys there have you a great go. rest of your show. <laughs> Thanks, Talk Shane. You, you got it. <laughs> Bye. Yay, 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 yay. I, I love her so much. She's she is, so awesome. She is probably like one of the best. Everybody human, in the chat room loves her too. Best human beings around. She's just fabulous. So, Chad, I think what we'll do is we'll play a music break. We're going to wait. The two songs I sent you are for our third guest. How about if we do a Dina Howard switch since it's moving up the charts still? It's available on Monarchy Records. It's a great song. It's a great dance song. And, uh, and so we will uh, play that one for everybody. When we come back, we'll call our next guest, Michael Reagan. There you go. I'm talking brand new hair Even my sins got a brand new plan Hope we make you the ball 
Yeah, that switch by Adina Howard. Yay! I love that song. It's a great song. It's doing well on the charts, you guys. It's available on every digital download site uh, in the world, Amazon, iTunes, and every country. So download it now. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, and in the meantime, I think we, we have two more minutes to go, so talk about something interesting. What do you got? I don't know. What am I allowed to talk about that I don't get in trouble and get yelled at? Anything you want as long as it's not political. I'm not political. It's not a political <laughs> show. I told my, my fan mail that came in, everybody was upset because all the Democrats thought that I was a Republican. First of all, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an American. And I vote for the best person. I don't vote because I'm a Democrat. I'm only going to vote Democrat. That's stupid. I vote for the man that's like, I want Hillary Clinton. I will vote for Hillary. And oh she's boy. a woman and she's a Democrat. Oh, boy. There you go. You know, that doesn't make me a Democrat. It just makes me know that I feel that Hillary can do a lot for the country. I'd love to see what a woman president can do. Women have compassion. Men don't. Women have different sights. They see things differently than men. I'd love to see America through her eyes. Absolutely. Chad, you got you going to sh- chime in on that one? I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was my and chime now, right there too, If you guys are watching ITV Which if you hit the ITV button at the top You can see all of us It just got better looking Hollywood Vixen Deirdre Serego Yay Hey everybody How are you? We're good Excellent We're really good We're going to call Michael Reagan We got stuck, stood up by our first guest Emma Ernest So Shane Layton oh. called in We love Shane Layton oh, good. Well thank you Shane Shane's yeah. awesome Give Shane a shout does. out to everybody in the chat room Shane's got a, a record coming out soon I'm so excited I can't wait to hear it <laughs> And give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. I know you were Hi in the chat everybody. room before. Yes, I was. Hi, uh, David. Hey, Shane, honey. Hey, Irish. Sava, Irish. Hi, Melissa. Oh, I never see Melissa in there. It's so nice to see you in there. I'm going to change our name to Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't bring my laptop down, so I can't really chat. So I'll try to do my best, but it's a little difficult at times. And then there's people browsing. Anyone who's browsing, if you guys want to sign in, please, by all means, you can click on... In the bottom where it says chat with people on this site, if you look directly down, it says your name is, and it'll come up as, like, guest Manu, whoever you are, you can sign in. And the people that are not signed in, if you go all the way down to the bottom right corner, I think there's something you can click on where the chat will pop up. And you can pick a fake name. You can use real your name. doesn't matter what. But. We always have those people with fake names in there. Mm-hmm. Hi, those oh, fake yeah. name people. Exactly. La, 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 la. We really know who you are. We have spies. We know who you are, fake names. Exactly. We're no dummies. So, Deirdre, you finished with your shopping? No, not yet. I haven't even really begun. I know. You guys are very late. I started wow. extremely early. I never do that. I'm last minute Johnny. I always do my shopping at like... I think it's last minute Charlie. No, last minute Johnny. No. They changed it to Johnny. In my, no, day, it was last, no. well, my day, it was last minute Charlie. Last minute Johnny? Oh, Maybe like nowadays they say Johnny. Johnny. If not, I just started a new, a new expression. Cool, I like that. Last minute Johnny. <laughs> but usually I start my shopping like a week before um, Christmas. I actually started in the very beginning of November, shockingly. I decorated the house early, but I, yeah. I haven't had it. I've been reading scripts, and Jimmy and I have so many movies that are coming our way, and you know things that we're going to produce, and, and we really are involved with a lot of business stuff, and I haven't really had the energy to go Christmas shopping. Well, you better, because there's a lot of things that I want. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I think that's fun. So, let's go ahead and do this, you guys. Let's go ahead and dial our second guest and see how it goes. Everybody, this is going to be Michael Reagan. I hope that Reagan is right now that you said all that stuff. You made me a little... It could be Reagan not... or Reagan. I don't know how well, to he's... say No, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. I know. Reagan. I always President. heard it as Reagan, too. Yeah, it was President Reagan. No, but in Ireland, they pronounce it Reagan. No, no, it's, it's American. It's Reagan. Who says Reagan, then? I don't know. Reagan. It's Reagan. It's Reagan. Like, like President Reagan. 
We'll have his president ready. Yeah, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I hope this doesn't happen twice. <laughs> That's not funny, Chad. Sorry about that. <laughs> Come on, Reagan. Maybe they'll call back and they don't recognize the number. I'll leave a message. I'll leave a message. Hi, please leave a detailed message and your name and your phone number, and I will get back to you just as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a good day. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hello, Michael Reagan. This is Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell, and Deirdre Serego from the Jimmy Starr Show, and we're supposed to be interviewing you now. Please give us a call, 561-629. What's the number, chat? 7428, right? It's 561-623-9429. 561-623-9429. I don't know whose number that was I just said. Oh, boy. <laughs> 561-623-9429. Give us a call back. Thank you. You can hang up now, Chad. I figured that much. There's no way that like in four really? years on four years on the air, we've oh, only wow. had it happen one time and uh, when we were on the air only once I back think, in November of last year. And other than that, we never had anybody not and maybe you know and maybe say? a good way to get around that. Happens. Maybe a good way to get around Jimmy that is make them call this us. This morning when we got up, I said to Jimmy, Today is a bad day. I feel the evil eye, because I believe in the evil eye. Somebody out there is jinxing us and doing bad, and I could feel it. But, of course, my power is greater than theirs, so I use my spell, which is what you wish on me, I return to thee, so mote it be. So anyone out there that's in earshot of hearing us, if you've wished bad on us, it's going back to you. That's why why I'm honorary today. I'm ready to get out there and fight with everybody because this is baloney. I mean, this is a very, very popular radio TV show that's all over the world. I mean, we have people calling us now wanting to come on our show. Big names. I don't I don't take it so personally. You know what? It is whatever. I mean, well, it Johnny happens. Shane, Shane says the, in, the hiccups make it interesting. I know. But, I, there, there you go. It's like we're really improv now. Wait, Johnny Carson would have never stood for this. No, but that but that's when you have a conversation with the person out. You know, no, if you ever stood Johnny Carson up, you were blacklisted. You never could go on his show. But you'd have to be sitting there with him. If like, like That would be different maybe if they no, were sitting the, here well, with us. Well, they're sitting with us here on the phone. It's the same thing. What? With their voices? It's the same thing. I don't understand it. Well, I like to think maybe something happened. I don't want to think something happens. I'd rather they're just rude and don't care people rather than there's something happened. Uh, I just think it's terrible because this is our show and we love it and we, we do it every week for everyone's entertainment. And we, you know, we need guests. Guests are what make our show well, great. Actually, we're yeah. what makes our show exactly. great. Exactly. The, the guests are just, you know. Well, you tell me every day since you got on the show, added, we're like the greatest show ever. And, so I like, go with that. that. Extra but bonus. Ba- you know what? I hope it's what I didn't say about Ronald Reagan, that he decided not to come on the show because nah. he was offended. If so, please well, come that's... back on the show. Grow a <laughs> pair of balls, baby, and come back on the show and fight we, it out. We love well, Ronnie. No, there's no need to. I mean, there's, we shouldn't be saying anything. I mean, you know, about I didn't anybody's... say anything bad. All I did was quote what Elizabeth Taylor said to me. And that is a fact. That is a truth. That's not it's a okay. book. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's not a lie. You know, so I mean, I don't get this world of politics and this de- Democrat right. Republican fighting with each other. Uh, one calls the other one adult. You're not supposed to get it. You're not supposed to get it. That's I mean, all yeah, part of the game. Listen, Re- President just... President Roosevelt was never called a drug addict. Wait, wait, chat, chat. What did you, you just say? say? No, I just said that's all part of the game. The whole Democratic yeah. Republican BS. No, it's well, like WWF. At the end of the day, they all head up to bar and they drink. 
liquor together. You know, we it's a bunch of BS. On the same way. So no. let's show everybody though how fabulous we are and how yeah, exactly. we can think on our we're feet. We're awesome because our first two guests so far have not like come through, and so we're gonna <laughs> go with. And never have I ever had this happen before. There's a first time <laughs> for everything. I've never, I've never been in the business where this has ever happened before. Oh, well. How does it feel? <laughs> How does it, feel? You really feel? it feels crummy because you know we prepare, we we do we do buy it, we do a whole bunch of work before the guests get here. Yeah, well, you know what, you got to have a thick skin. You can't let it. You know, it is what it is, and it's. You know what, Deirdre? Suck. At my age, I don't have to have anything. I've earned the right oh, to open my mouth because I'm right, living this you know. long. When you get to be what do you my mean? age, you told me you're like fifty. Like that's 50. not old. That's yeah. only a year older when, than me. When you get well, to, the body of a twenty-year-old. To be my age, tom- fifty. Tomorrow could be the last day. All right. Well, wow. you know what? I want to spread some love, and I've got on. I wish you guys could do it. see these are these are mala beads. If anybody knows what mala, where do you get mala beads? They're mala love beads. The history on them is that there's a certain amount, and I forget the number. It's like a magical number. They're they're beautiful rose quartz. It's beautiful, and it's pink, and it matches your shirt, and you look beautiful. Yeah, I actually won these at a New Age bookstore that I went to. It's so funny how, like, you know, how you can, you know, just make make magic work for you. I want. Wait a minute, will that get you a husband? It it should help me. Oh, good. Um, They're they're love. They're to attract love, and and they're also for for love for within yourself and things like that. But meanwhile, the story on on how I won these was I was going to a New Age uh, bookstore. They were doing classes on magic, so I took some classes, and they had these on a raffle. They're like $80 beads or $100 beads. I spent, I think, $10 in raffles, and I did a spell on each raffle that I put in that these were going to be attracted to my name, that they were going to be mine, that these beads and I were one already. So there's no way that I wasn't winning them. So the couple days goes past, a week goes past, they do the drawing, the phone rings. It's New Age Bookstores down in Fort Lauderdale. Hi, this is New Age Books and Things. Is this, <laughs> this Deirdre Serego? I said, yeah, it is. I said, Oh, my beads are ready for pickup. She goes, yeah, you, we chose your name. You're the one that won. I said, I know. beads, oh boy. And I had a second time oh, this beads. happened when I was in massage therapy school. We had a Reiki class. So they had a great Reiki expert come in, and I was dying for this Reiki session because it's really supposed to clear things and open up a lot of things. And so all the kids in the class, there was about 30 of us. We had to put our names, fold it up, and throw it in a fishbowl. So my instructor um, was pulling the names out, and I said, oh, you're going to pull mine. And he looked at me and he laughed and he was like, you know, like, you're so crazy, dear. Because, you know, I just say the, the craziest things. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, my name, I'm, I got this. Like, this is mine. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he pulls a name. He looks at me and chuckles and goes... Deirdre Serrano. I said, I know, I know. Actually, too, everybody, everybody in, everybody in the, uh, in the chat room is saying they like it when we talk and play music. So, like, that's right. It's all about visualization. It's all about visualization. Mm-hmm. There you go. Deirdre, play Deirdre, some good music. Why don't you do a spell now and get Reagan <gasps> to? Uh, oh, that's falling. That's okay. And get Reagan to call in. Oh well, I can't manipulate like I that. I cannot I mean, believe little... that he's not. I, calling I, I don't. I want to get off that topic. It's just. Yeah, let's get it's off like the topic. get over it. Let's no get offense, over it. but get thing. over it. Yes, you'll <laughs> I mean, get over it. You said your piece. Now let's like move on. Because I mean, the, the, honestly, the listeners don't really want to sit here and listen to us bitch about Michael Reagan not showing up for you know an hour. That's right. Most of them are like, oh, who's Michael Reagan? <laughs> what did you say, Chad? We can barely hear you, Chad. I don't know why. Are you just mumbling or I is s- it because you have something t- done? Something? <laughs> no, I said most of them. What are- you got in your mouth, Chad? <laughs> what organic Are you mumbling, are you Chad, or what? No, are you deaf? No, yeah, I, yes, I, I don't know why. Really turn up your headphones. I don't know why. Every, we hear each other really well. Uh, maybe you need to turn up your output on Skype or something, maybe. Okay. Or on my channel. Maybe turn me up on my channel. Don't I have an okay. input channel somewhere? 
Oh, that's good. There you are. I'm back here sexy. yelling. You know what Chad should do for a second job? Oh, he geez. should be like the the oh. voice of man Siri. Who's that? Siri. You know Siri on your oh, phone. Oh, because we, we have a Siri. Man, Siri. A man. Yeah. So the ladies can get me be? and yep, the fellas can get Siri. curse you out. Oh, or talk dirty to you. <laughs> <laughs> Siri has answers for everything. No matter what you say to her, she comes back with great answers. I know. I love it. I tried it. Right. Chad, do you use your Siri? Where to, Deidre? Ooh, my pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't use Siri. I got a four. <laughs> I don't have Siri now included. They're that you should be like narrating for movie trailers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. Do voice Everybody overs. loves the voice. He's got the voice. He does. Yeah. You and Ron. Ron's I'm got a sexy voice, too. I might do that when I retire from the Chad, Jimmy Star Chad, Show. Chad, you really yep. want to make a lot of money. Do one of those call-in things for women. Party you know, line. $3 a minute. It's a you party know, line. You talk nasty to them. You'll say all kinds of dirty things What's to them. What's up, babe? Right? Party what are you, line. So what like are you wearing? That. Like, what, what are you wearing, baby? What do you, you want know, to take hey, off? Baby. What do you want to take no. off first? Ooh, um, you can make a fortune, Chad, with that voice. My shirt. Oh, all right. <laughs> then you can unbutton my pants. Where were we? <laughs> Where am I? Sorry. I'm here. I don't boot. What? what? You're uh, you're my you're my co-host. What are you talking about? We're oh, all adults. No, 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 you're not. No, you're like Voldemort. That is one we you're never speak Voldemort. of. Voldemort. That's right. We don't say that. We Voldemort. Don't ever speak of that. You're a, you're a co-host. <laughs> this is a business venture. It's strictly strictly business. <laughs> So let's go. Okay, so like last week we were talking about like movies we liked. We're going to play a song, and everybody think about what's Hot your favorite here. song from the 90s and the 2000s. In the meantime, since we have not played Orlando Napier's Pointless, and that's our sexy bitch dance, Ooh. we're going to play Orlando Napier's Pointless for everybody. And this is dedicated to Ginger Irish. She's in the chat room, and this is a great song. And to everybody else, I hope you guys enjoy it. And Chad, how are we ready to rock and roll? Always! I can't see, All right. I can make together words, and I'm fitting to follow you listen to these words, and I'm fitting we all die. Some of us ugly and some date. Like Pac Man trying to escape his fate. I'm treading shit with no break. Fish with no bait. Picnics and no date. Paying to get laid. Focus and no fade. Just no rate. Using mathematical formulas to find a soulmate. But where does Pontus babe? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You got to I sit back, realize you're gonna die. Get off your couch and stop living your damn life. This time flies. Then the Grim Reaper gonna arrive. You can't escape fate. So stare straight in the eyes. Watch it in the way. Watch it gonna do today. I'm gonna get hot for USA. I'm gonna get back to West LA. I'm gonna slap my boss right across the face. I'm gonna Living in a constant state of disparity, my indifference was my trick for ignoring reality. Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity. The oxygen is sitting the weed and I'm blowing a Hennessy. Girls like a kid who couldn't feel my extremities. There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me. In a state of physical and mental calamity, I've given up hope until I finally found serenity. Watch it in the Smoke some grass, I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass, I'm gonna take the world in a 
Yeah, that's Orlando Napier's Pointless, you guys. It's out on Monarchy Records. It's available now on all the digital download sites everywhere in every country. And so uh, it's really cool. And we want to give a shout-out to Car- Carla Floor in the chat room. What's up? Everybody oh. I know loves that Orlando Napier song. We love it. We that's Ron's Sexy it. Bitch Dance. I love that song. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how two people didn't call in. And it's funny because they both have the same agent. So I'm wondering if the first huh. phone caller didn't come in and after what I said – they called him and told him not to come on. Also, he's a very devout Christian, and he doesn't believe in gay marriage. He may have gotten wind that Jimmy and I are gay and married and didn't want to come on for that reason. So I think Michael Reagan, 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 Reagan whatever your reason for not coming on, I think you should be man enough to come on and tell us what that reason is and let us explain ourselves. He had a but show by, on Christian radio, but it got canceled. I know, but by, Honestly, but, but by blowing us off this way is not only rude, it's unprofessional, it's not kind, and it's certainly not the Christian thing to do. Because if I were going to interview Jesus Christ, he would have been on the phone. Jesus would never, ever have I want to give a shout-out, too, to David Harvey, because David Harvey sent me an email saying, like, uh, you know, he didn't know if, like, this was, it was going to work out or not because the, he didn't think the guy was okay, so okay with uh, well, you know, gay people. Well, you know, read my Facebook page tomorrow, folks. You're going to get a big, ear, a big eyeball full of what I've got to say. This is a show. This is not a political platform. This it's is an entertainment show. show. And we have fun on this show every week. As I'm all adopted. Of you know. I wanted to hear about him being adopted because right. I'm adopted. I thought it was going to be a lot of fun. And oh, I mean, well. You know, my fan club and I have grown tremendously. I, can't, I have over 460 something people who contact me because they love the craziness and they love my wacky personality and they love the way I talk to the guests and how I kid around with them, asking them, are they married or you know, are they gay and stuff like that. We're a different show. That's why we're number nine on the Shorty and that's why we're 11 of the best show 24. in the world. 24. Wait, speaking of Shorty Awards, are they open for nominations? Not, not till January. Damn. You know, I mean, we're, we're a darn good show. And, this and we have Chad. Yes. Yeah! And anyone that comes on our show goes on to iHeartRadio, which is heard all over the country. So we can promote anybody and anything. Lots of people who have come on our show with their music have called us in private and said, wow, ever since I was on your show, sales went up. People are calling us. I mean... We're entertainment, folks. Get over your stupid little selves and standing us up is so terrible. I've, I'm devastated by it. Really? I'm not. It's you shouldn't ha- be there. Well, I mean- Deirdre, I've had on my show the legends of Hollywood, from Tony Curtis to Jane Russell. No one stood me up. Everybody came on with great, well, this is the great respect. The beast and and I know. asked them questions that nobody dared. Tony Curtis, I said, is it true you're gay? And Tony Curtis said, Ron, I'm not gay. I just like sex. Whether it be with a man or a woman, I don't care. Everybody I in the like chat room says, screw it. Who cares about yeah, it? Who cares? talking about my I mean, stars. I asked Jane Russell. I said, Jane, what size Brazil were you that. in We know, though. You told us that. Oh, I asked. I told, I told um, 
Kay Ballard about all the gay people in Hollywood. Cary Grant was lovers with Randolph Scott. Barbara Stanwyck was a dyke. You know, that's what we talk about. I talk to you guys like you're in my living room. These are conversations with not really interviews. So you guys that stood us up today. Everybody says they don't deserve the exposure of our show. And what yeah, the world needs I mean, now is more love keep, and acceptance and Jimmy Starr's show. I know that. But you're giving him the spotlight. You're giving him the No, no, I'm not. He, no, he, I'm listen, not. Listen, he didn't come on the show, but guess what? He's on it. Excuse I mean, we're me. using good Look time at, to talk about right. this jerk. Do, do Who cares? You, excuse me. Do you know how many people? Do you know? We go to 190 countries. We're syndicated in five wow. different units. You know how many people listen to us? Over 7,000 gay people listen to us. Okay? These two That's people it. have just spoiled okay, their stop. names. Well, let's go. We're done. I'm First of all, you have to get it all right. We had 7,000 downloads last month on SoundCloud for our well, show. Upso- a million people listen to us every listen, week. Listen, if this was done to <laughs> Howard Stern, Howard Stern would have laid them out big time. Yeah, and but I- that's Howard's show. That's his whole thing. Well, that, what do you that's think that's this not is? what we're about. This no, we're not, not Howard Stern. Stern. No, it's I don't show. want to be associated with the we're Howard Stern. We're not the Howard Stern, Stern. show. It's if crap. If that's the case, then I'll quit because that's I don't crap. want to be associated with Howard Stern. Howard Stern is like crap. Howard Stern is crap. Howard Stern started all of this. We wouldn't be here it's today. It's all his fault. Sure it was. has been around forever before Howard Stern. I know Howard. I know him from 30 years so, ago. I know. He's terrible. Nobody he used to come him. to the restaurant. That we, we owned a restaurant. Dean likes him, but nobody else does. <laughs> Howard Stern, in real life, is a family man. He used to come in through the kitchen with his wife and children at, at the restaurant. It was called, it was in uh, Mineola. It was called um, La Viola? No. I forgot what it was called. And he was the nicest fella in the world. Howard was shy and soft-spoken. I like Howard Stern. He does a darn good show, and he made a fortune of money. It's a little boring when he's always saying, like, show me it's your tits. It's all the same thing, though. Yeah, that's his thing. I mean, that's, it's for, show me your it's tits for common over people. Over Our show's not for common people. I know that. But listen, Jimmy, every show is show business is for everybody. We're all equal in this business. I don't believe in... Chad, com- do you like Howard Stern? Um, I did in the beginning, and like you said, I guess it's kind of repetitive after a while, and he has kind of the same shtick. But yeah. uh, you know what? I like him. Sure. Why not? How- I remember he, when he you know, had his... He, uh, he doesn't okay. do bad. You know if you listen to Howard, he doesn't do bad. Yeah, I like his let originality. He- you don't let theater talk. <laughs> well, talk. You got dead air, baby. No, go. I got to go for it. I'm like... All right, go to the next topic anyway. We need a new topic. Okay, everybody, if you want to come on the Jimmy Star Show and you stood us up, you're not coming on again. That's it. You bet your life on that one. You know, we have so many big stars that want to come on our show. We've got a big winter lineup that we won't announce yet until we get confirmations. We've got a big lineup next week. But we have got, a cool lineup next week. I hate to tell you that January and February, you guys are going to be shocked with the interviews that we're going to do and the people we're doing them with. Absolutely. And... We want to tell everybody, too, because we met a lot, all the people on the chat and stuff. We meet everybody on Twitter, so I think we need to do a plug for ourselves because Ron said he's going to start doing Twitter now. Mm-hmm. And so Ron on Twitter is at Ron Russell's show. Ron is at Ron Russell's show, and I'm at Dr. Jimmy Starr, and I'm also at Jimmy Starr's show. And Deirdre is... Deirdre Sarego, D-E-I-D-R-A-S-A-R-E-G-O. You guys need to follow us on Twitter because we got a lot of fun stuff going you definitely want to follow at Shane Layton on Twitter, David J. Harvey on Twitter. Um, we have uh, CF and LC Promotion, uh, Carla Floor. Everybody, everybody in the chat room is on Twitter. Follow all of them. It's a lot of fun. Um, also, we have a new entertainment company. It's uh, Morley Shulman, Bobby Collins, Aaron Lenton, Dan O'Gorman, Ron Russell, and I. It's called Show & Tell Entertainment. Follow at Show & Tell ENT. We got a lot of cool projects uh, working. And David Harvey's Twitter is at David Harvey 192 Sorry. 
And uh, and that's a way you guys can communicate with us all week long. We're always looking. If you see us asking guests to come on the show for Twitter, retweet it. Jimmy Starr, I got, hey, I have a I got an 814 story. trying to call I, in. I'm sorry. Huh? I got an 814 trying to call in. That's probably Michael Reagan. Should we take it? I guess he's upset now because we... Right. Should we take it? No, yeah. now I have an 818. Here you go. Take it. All right, let's take it. Here you go. Hello, and welcome yeah. to the Jimmy Star Show. Mike Reagan here. You said 1 o'clock, my time. Um, uh, no. Mike oh, no. Uh, well, I didn't set this up. WROM set it up, but it was uh, supposed to be 335. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I got... They set up for 1 to 115 my time in L.A. Okay, well, I don't know how he messed that one up, uh, but either way, <laughs> we welcome to you. the Jimmy Star Show. <laughs> and, and a million apologies for everything bad I just said about you in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Your ears must be ringing. I sincerely apologize. I feel yeah. He's one of a kind. <laughs> that works. So, so let me introduce you to everybody, Michael, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Michael, so happy you're here. I really mean it. Then we've got yeah, our, 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 yeah, then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarego. Hey, Michael. How are you? I'm good. Then we have the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Mr. Reagan, welcome to the show, sir. Good to be, good to be on finally at my time. You got I, it. Yeah, there you go. And I'm Jimmy Starr, and we have a chat room full of people. Uh, many of them are your fans. How about give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room? Well, well, everybody in the chat room, you can follow me at Reagan World, as Jimmy does. There you go. Did you follow me back? I don't know if you followed me back. You should. I did. I don't know if I followed you back, but I I answered you. Yes, you did, which I appreciate that very much. Um, So for everybody, this is Michael Reagan. He's the son of President Ronald Reagan and Academy Award-winning actress Jane Wyman. He's also a best-selling author. He had a radio show for many, many years. And uh, and I and I'm I'm really interested. I mean, we're going to talk about a bunch of things. First of all, my co-host Ron Russell. He used to have a television show called Sec. Set the record straight in California, where they interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. Um, so when I told him that you were coming on, he was very excited because Jane Wyman is your mother, and Ronald Reagan, and they're both big actors. Speak to that, Ron, real quick. Well, yeah, I saw your mother years and years ago in Palm Springs at uh, a golf club. I forgot which one it was. In, in I think it was actually in not Palm Springs. Was it Palm Desert? And uh, she was absolutely lovely, and I went over and I spoke to her, and I talked to her about Johnny Belinda, which, of course, is her Academy Award-winning film. And she was very, very kind and very sweet and very little, very tiny lady. I didn't think she was so tiny, but I really yeah, but liked it's interesting. her. In Hollywood, a lot of the big stars are really tiny. Aren't yeah, they? Your, your, mother, they your are. mother was really tiny. She was <laughs> like four foot nine or five feet. She was yeah, yeah, she's very, she was very petite, my mother was, and you probably saw her down there, Rancho Mirage Country Club, because she lived down there for quite Rancho, a few years, like 1994. Yeah. Rancho Mirage, that's where it was. But she had a beautiful smile. The minute she smiled, and I was waiting for her to call me Peaches. <laughs> Do you know what that know. means, Michael? Do you know what that means, Michael? What does that mean? There was a film your mom did with Ronnie Reagan years ago, and there, she was a call girl, sort of showgirl, sexy tomato, blonde, and every time she brought another older man that was loaded to a party oh, that's or something, right. Peaches. No, she, you, but that was with my dad. That was with my dad. That's when she did the uh, one with uh, Cary Grant. Was it Cary Grant? I thought it was Ronnie. It was, anyway, Cary, she, was Cary, with Cary Grant. Cary Grant. My mom had great comedic timing. And she was, she was, a, she was a good Hollywood. singer and a dancer. 
Because she's saying my heart belongs to Daddy. She's saying my heart belongs to Daddy way before um, uh, Mary Martin did. And people forget 1951, uh, her and Bing Crosby, in the cool, cool, cool evening, wins best song, 1951. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. the duet she sang with Bing Crosby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, of course, your father was fabulous when his legs were cut off in that fabulous film, which escapes me now, the one that was just his very best work. Do you remember the film? The one where the the, the line comes, where's the rest of me, which is what he wakes up to when the doctor cuts his legs off and what have you. And there was rumor out there for years that he turned down doing, what, Casablanca in order to do that movie. But from what I say, really, yeah, it wasn't true, even though he was in, he was in fact in the mix and that. You take Newton Rockney All-American and a few of the other movies. He was the king of the bees. Well, I think that was his finest work. I was very dear, dear, best, best friends with Jane Russell, the legend. And Jane knew him and she adored Ronald Reagan. She, she used to know him from the Palm Beach Racquet Club, uh, the pool, and uh, your mother also. She loved Ronald Reagan. She just thought he was the nicest man in the world. So oh, all yeah. the celebrities I mean, loved him. That whole, that, whole, the, uh, that, that whole era. Yes. Elizabeth Taylor talked to me about him. She loved him very much. She was very close to your father. And he was so good-looking, too, when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And he was well, also a good-looking, older-looking man. Elizabeth Taylor was sitting in front of me the night my dad accepted the nomination in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor was one of the nicest people I've ever known in my life. So, so moving on, though, a little bit to you, because this is uh, I went on your website. First of all, everybody, if you guys want to find out about Michael Reagan, you can go to MichaelEReagan.com. It's R-E-A-G-A-N.com. Um, great website, by the way. It's very, like, easy to navigate. And um, it says one of the things that you talk about a lot is being adopted. And, I, I, and then you have a new book called Twice Adopted, which I'm not real religious, but I, I went and looked at it, and my sister is, and everybody in my family is, like, tickled to death, you know, that you're, like, on the show today. They think you, like, hung the moon, and, uh, and I think you're terrific, so, you know, that's all great. Um, but I am adopted, too, and so I was kind of, like, interested, like, when you do talks on adoption, what would be, like, your, your point, or what, what would be the big thing well, you, you know, would bring out? Well, one of, the, one of the points I make is, in fact, I was doing an interview the other day, and somebody, somebody asked me a question and said, your adopted father, Ronald Reagan, your adopted mother, Jane Wine, and I said, you know, that really does a disservice to everybody by doing that. Uh, I, I am Ronald Reagan's son. I am Jane Wyman's son. That's who raised me. Those are my parents. They're the ones that fed me. They're the ones that took care of me. And my parents never referred to me as adopted, so I would refer, you know, Nicole, you don't refer to them as my adopted parents. No, they were my parents, and I think that. And I saw. I I said that that person got and understood. Too often we refer to adopted children as the adopted children. Uh, In front of them, we actually do this. Like mom and dad will be there. This is my son Johnny. This is my daughter uh, Ashley. This is my adopted child Bob. And you're going now. Bob's from China. The rest of them are from Indiana. Hello. What do you think? (laughs) <laughs> we know about this, huh? Did we figured this one out yet, or or I mean, that's not your have... natural child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that's funny. I have, funny. I, but I, have an, I have a niece from Uganda. I said, well, <laughs> do I have to explain where how she got in the family? Come on, give me a break. But we we tend to do that. But the other side point is that you have you know you have four hundred thousand kids in foster care in America, and and too often I think the church gets involved. In saying who can't adopt, 
And my answer to them is, if you don't want Rosie O'Donnell to adopt, I would suggest you go out and start adopting these children. But if you're going to leave them in foster care, ready to be adopted and have a family who loved them and raised them, and you're going to leave them there, then I would applaud Rosie O'Donnell for adopting because that child is a better shot at life rather than coming out of a foster care system where 66% of the children will end up you know, on the streets or in jail. And those are just the raw, raw numbers. I think well, that's fantastic. Jane Russell couldn't have children because she had an abortion from uh, Robert Waterfield when she wasn't married, before she married him. And the abortion damaged her where she couldn't have children. Well, later on, Robert and Jane Russell wanted to adopt a child from England. And the United States would not allow any children from Europe after the Second World War to come into this country. So Jane Russell started, founded WAIF. She is responsible for WAIF. WAIF began to bring all of the European children to this country for adoption. That's something I want the Americans to know, that Jane Russell was that sort of a person. So now the people that adopt children in this country from other countries, thank Jane Russell. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I get amazed sometimes. And we, we adopt kids from all over the world, uh, which is wonderful to an extent. But why are we walking away from our own children? They're in foster care. I think part of the problem is you never see a media story on America's children who are available for adoption, a real story. And, and I think most people believe that children who are in foster care in America are there because of their own problems. Uh, where we believe that children who are in a white system in Russia, a white system in China, white system in Ethiopia, are only there because of the, of the family's problems or the problems of the nation. And that's just so, that's so untrue when you have 400,000 children taken out of their homes every year in America because of neglect and abuse. I think, you know, we have to start taking care of our own children in America, and we don't seem to do that. Exactly. As, as we should be doing that. In fact, if every church in America adopted a child, if every church in America had a person adopt a child, there would be no need for foster care in America because the church would have taken care of it as the church used to take care of it. I think that's cool because, I, like I said before, I am adopted. I was never introduced as the adopted son, but it wasn't hidden from me. I had a book when I as early as I can remember reading called The Chosen Baby about how they went and found me, and I was the one they picked. You know, And I have a sister who looks just like me, and I had a great upbringing, and my family is terrific. Um, so I don't have any like bad stories about it or anything, but I also think it's, it's like kind of like a uh, – as I was growing up, it was kind of like a taboo subject, and you didn't even really know what was going on. And I think you being well, back, so high profile, like bringing, bringing this up for the world, you know, to talk about you and your experiences uh, and bringing light to the whole situation, I think is a really great thing. Well, I keep yeah, telling so Jimmy I, that, I'm sorry, I keep telling Jimmy he's got to find his real parents, not to find them, to ask them why they gave him away, but to ask for their medical records for their DNA. Because I know my DNA and my children's DNA and my parents and my, and my ex-wife's parents so we know what diseases to look for and to avoid certain foods and things that bring these diseases on now well, jimmy has no I'll idea you a perfect example to back up your story that I, I happen to know my birth brother barry lives in ohio my birth sister uh terry lives in in georgia barry and i share the same birth mother terry and i share the same birth father and we're great friends barry in fact is a uh, huge college football fan as i am so on saturdays we're talking football all day long. They could call us to see that play, you see that play. But Barry 
through his six years, my junior, had uh, quadruple bypass surgery when he was 40. He had his 11th stint put in last year. Terry, uh, my birth sister, had a heart attack, died on the table this year, and they brought her back. And so, you know, I, for years, would take a little, you know, the little number 81 uh, bare aspirin. But knowing their history of their health care, uh, you know, caused me to go in this year, and I got a, uh, uh, you know, you have my uh, big, big treadmill test with, with all the stuff they do here, shoot you with all the, the colorful stuff, and so on, because knowing their history, it was important for my doctor to think no more of my history to protect me. So I think I think you're right. I think I think that we adoptees deserve to know the health records of our birth parents in order to help us and to, you know, uh, to, to help our children. When I first met Barry back in 1987, September of 1987, we met. And the last thing Barry said to me, he says, you know, watch your cholesterol. And I have very high cholesterol. Wow. And that's historic, within, that's historic within that side, you know, of the family. So it is imperative that you find out who your parents are for DNA. And I'm glad you said this because I keep telling Jimmy he's got to. So we're going to Florida in a couple of weeks, and we're going to down to the home where he was adopted from to get all those records and to find out exactly who his parents are. Where are you? I, I, you know, on, the parents, on the parents' side, I think some, some children want to know. Other kids don't care. what happened. But I think like in California where you have a law, they have to – the birth mother has to be interviewed by a social worker, so you have all the non-identifying information. I think part of the non-identifying information can give you the health background of, of both the birth father and the birth mother, so you at least have that for future for yourself and, and for your children, because that side does kind of stick with you no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's cool. I also think it's cool that you've had such a variety career. Uh, I went on your Wikipedia page, um, and I guess a lot of it was also in the bio that we got. um, But the fact that you've been a a long-standing, very popular radio show host, uh, now you're a best-selling author, um, and also like you were a powerboat racer, which I think I I like that. (laughs) I just raced boats down in Florida. I mean, I raced uh, a 38-foot Sparrow, and... Raced, I did a lot of stuff for charity, raised a million and a half, two million dollars for different charitable causes, juvenile diabetes, cystic fibrosis, uh, United States Olympic Committee, uh, the Statue of Liberty Foundation. We, uh, we broke records from New Orleans to St. Louis, Chicago to Detroit. Uh, we did a race from, uh, from Ketchikan, Alaska to Seattle, LA, San Francisco, back to LA. Did that. I was the outboard world champion in 1967, inboard rookie of the year in 1966. So, I did that because nobody gave me a job. That's funny, and now they're probably banging on the door. Yeah, are you close? <laughs> oh, no, with it's your st- funny when your when your parents are famous, people think you never had to work. When, when my dad was elected governor, I was working on a trucking back in Los Angeles, loading oil oil freight from five at night to one thirty in the morning. That's what I was doing. I had get time off to go congratulate my dad on winning the governorship. Oh wow, that's yeah. We got a thing on our computer here it said a question they want me to ask you are you close with your stepbrother ronnie reagan no we're not we're really not that close and i don't think that's abnormal for uh for split families uh we have you know there's two families involved nancy's the mom of uh, patty and ron jane was my mother along with with maureen uh we've never really been that close uh we don't throw rocks at each other and so on so on 
But we've never really been that close. It's definitely two families. And and you, the loss of your sister, that had to be terrible for you. Mm. That was 2001, yeah, August 8th, melanoma. Uh, it was terrible, and and, uh, and uh, she was uh, she was a terrific, uh, terrific lady, a good woman, and uh, she was terribly missed. She was 60 years old. She was young. I remember her on television. She was very, very outspoken, very bright, extremely bright girl. This is years ago when she was on TV. She oh, yeah, she, talk, was, she, she was did, extremely bright, extremely she bright. Did talk shows. She did talk shows. Yeah, she was the one actually, she was the one responsible for uh, Anita, for uh, for Sandra Day O'Connor going on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So I want to give everybody out like your information. Um, so you guys, you can follow you can follow Michael Reagan on uh, Twitter. It's at Reagan World. He's got a bunch of followers, and uh, he, he posts a lot of cool political stuff. I, I went through all your tweets, by the way. It was just cool. <laughs> I, have a, can... I have a new tweet. I, I have a tweet I'm going to send out. I've been thinking about. I have a tweet. I'm, I have a tweet I'm going to send out today because uh, just uh, I, was thinking, I just thought about a crazy tweet. And I thought I. I put it out there. Are you ready for it? Are you ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's the tweet. See if you agree or disagree. We used to have sex and then smoke. Now we have sex and tweet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Tweet about how good the sex was or how bad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now, we, now we have sex and tweet. So we, we put cigarettes on it. We can't smoke in our homes, so now we tweet. I love it. Um, you guys can also check Michael's website, michaelereagan.com. He also has another website, reagan.com. Get all his books on the outside looking in, and the newest one, Twice Adopted, which I think is going to be fabulous. And where does everybody go to get your books? They go to, uh, seriously, go on Amazon. You've got, uh, you got uh, New Reagan Revolutions there, uh, Twice Adopted, what have you, and I'll work out a couple of new books as we speak. There you go. And Michael, one more question. Did you ever consider or think of or do treat C and B with Nancy Reagan as a stepmom? Did I ever do what? I gave you a whole bunch of things there. I gave you ins and outs. Uh, did you ever consider Nancy Reagan to be your stepmother? Well, she always was my stepmother. But I mean, but you felt. Since so my dad married her in 1951, she became my stepmother. And she raised you? No, I was raised by my mother. Till I was till I was fourteen, then I moved in with my dad uh, when I went to high school uh, at Loyola. You know, my generation we all boarded at school, so I was actually raised by nuns and priests. <laughs> you were raped by I was raised by the Sisters of Mercy, God oh. forbid, and then I went to the Jesuits. Wow, the Jesuits—they're pretty strict. And so the uh, and uh, and Sunday is the. Uh, anniversary of my mother, my sister, and myself all being baptized into Catholicism. But I was really raised by, by my mother up until I went into high school at 14, and then I boarded at Loyola High School in Los Angeles, but I finished high school in Arizona. Right. That's well, cool. I have the greatest respect for Nancy Reagan. I think she's quite a lady and a beautiful woman, and God bless her. She's still around. And what is she now, 91, too? 92. 1993, yeah. Blessings. And I'm actually, I'm actually speaking to you because I just walked out of the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, and I've got to go. Okay, can, before you go, can I have you just do one thing for me? Uh, WROM Radio in Detroit uh, is, is one of the shows that we have uh, lots and lots of listeners on. Can you just say, uh, this is Michael Reagan, and, I, and you're listening to the Jimmy Starr Show on WROM Detroit? 
Hi, this is Michael Reagan. You're listening to the Jimmy Star Show on WROM Detroit. Thank you very, very much. And Good Michael, luck with everything. Michael, thank you again for coming on. It's been a terrific pleasure. You're a terrific guy. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Michael. Bye-bye. I know. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Chad. See that? Hey, yes, sir. Chad. Yes, sir. Did we all stick our feet in our freaking mouths or what? Oopsie. <laughs> we love you. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. No, we got to call our next guest because we're five wait minutes later. Ready. You know politicians. They have ways of getting out of things. Somebody thought it up and said, listen, let's say that we got the wrong time. Because I think when I said he better get on here because a lot of people aren't going to like him. They wait, wait, somebody's that. calling. Okay, we got it, though. This is our next guest, so hello. Are we, are we already on, oh, Chad? Oh, she's Skyping in? Yeah. Ah! Hello, Beyond uh, the Lion. How you doing? Thought, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Oh, the fans oh, in the chat fantastic. room are going to be so everybody happy. Everybody in the chat room is going to be so happy because they can see, see you. you. So everybody, if you if you want to see Bianca, hit the ITV button on W4CY.com, and you can see her. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, can you wait, can you guys see me? or or? Hi. Yes, yeah, I can see you. I see. Oh. No, every, oh, okay. every everybody can see you and everybody can hear you. All right. Uh, so before we get started, I'll let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, pretty girl, how are you? Uh, Look hi, how beautiful good. How are you? you are. <laughs> Thanks. Look at that pretty face. Then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarego. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Then we have the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Does this ever end, Bianca? Welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Jimmy Star. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. And before we get started, uh, give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. Hey guys, it's me, Bianca. Thank you for tuning in. So. Uh, and there's also there's some guy in here who really like he's like your biggest fan. What was his name? Jeff. Dan- Daniel. Daniel. Say hi to Daniel. <laughs> hi, Daniel. Hello. <laughs> there you go. So. Um, welcome to the show. I'm very excited to have you. I, I think it's so cool to see you all grown up. I went through all your YouTube videos earlier today, so yeah. I could see you from like 11 till now. And at 11, you were like a cute little girl, and now you're kind of all grown up and beautiful. So she way looks, to go. She still looks 14. Are you kidding? <laughs> she looks like a 14-year-old. How are, they, are you an adult? Yeah, she's yeah. 18 or 19, wow. one of the two. You look like a girl. You're so lucky. She is a girl. <laughs> no. Good one, Ron. Difference meaning woman and girl. A girl is young. A woman is mature. I think you have grown up fabulously. I think you look absolutely beautiful. And congratulations uh, on everything that you've achieved so far in life. Um, Ron Ron doesn't know who you are. He's our cool, outrageous man about town. He has absolutely no idea who you are. And so uh, uh, I'm going to tell him while everybody's on the phone. I I used to hang out with Moses. We invented dirt. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she she won the very first season of America's Got Talent, and that's when uh, I, knew, I knew that. And that okay, well, I didn't know if you knew he knows that, that much. And that's when that Pierce was on the show with yes, um, I Brandy. Know. I love yes, Brandy. I remember yeah. that. And, and uh, David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. And David Hasselhoff. Yeah. So was was, was Brandy yeah. really nice? Because like I'm a big Brandy fan. Oh yeah, all the judges were super nice. I mean, like even Pierce, like. The people that you just don't think are like that nice are always like the sweetest people in person. Like Simon Cowell, he looks so mean, but in person he is such like a nice guy. It's all that. Which is super cool. So yeah. congratulations, by the way, on winning America's Got Talent. Um, you yeah. sang Am I Telling You uh, by Jennifer Holiday as your audition song. Yeah. It's like the greatest song ever. Your version was the greatest ever. And, and congratulations, because <laughs> I know that Simon Cowell gave you a huge compliment saying that, you know, you're potentially one of the best singers he's ever heard in his life, and you were only 11 years old, um, yeah, which is like such a big thing. So was yeah. that cool for you? Because, like, I watched your winning thing today, and when you won, like, 
Um, you were almost so stunned you couldn't even talk. Yeah, I was like crying. Uh, my friends always like even in school when we're in like the computer lab, they're always like bringing up that scene and like replaying it and then like pausing the face. It's like really embarrassing, but. But did you really not think you were going to win? Because, like, I thought you were going to win, like, no problem. (laughs) No, I I really didn't. I was telling my dad, actually, earlier that day that I had thought there was um, the harmonica player who was uh, playing with his brother. And I totally thought that, like, it was going to be him. He was incredible. So I I really was completely stunned. I just did not see it. Harmonicas, my darling, never win. (laughs) Harmonica (laughs) player opposite you. A harmonica player is like a guy that plays an accordion. They just never win. <laughs> you were a winner from the get go. So 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 um so it's really cool. So like you had a uh you won America's Got Talent. You've had the uh, I think I read, and I don't know if that was in your bio or not, but like after after you released your first album and everything, you actually have gone back to school. You went back to school like a normal person, right? Yeah, I did. Um I went back and I went through um high school. I just wanted to kind of live like a normal high school life. So I went, I did that. I still went to a creative and performing arts high school just, just you know, keep it in there. Um be myself. So uh yeah, I finished that and now I'm getting completely back into music again. Also, she's from Philadelphia. Oh, great. She's yeah. like local cuz we're in we're Philly. in Doylestown. We're Doylestown. Actually coming out of uh Bucks County. Yeah, we come out of Bucks County. Uh, we actually the oh, radio station is in Florida, but we actually live up here in Pennsylvania. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really close. Yes, it's now close. listen. When you went back to high school, a star did the hottest, most gorgeous football player guy want to date you? The popular guy. <laughs> yeah, um, my school didn't really have a football team. We we had like um, well, guy dancers and oh, you have ballerinas, ballet dancers. <laughs> Yeah, they, all the guys, they don't want to date her. No. <laughs> they want to date each other. Right. Oh, I, I didn't pick up on that. I'm sorry. But they'll want to like do her hair and style her. Well, hey, listen, we're gay, so knock it off. <laughs> That's okay. You're gay. I, I, well, when I married Jimmy six weeks ago, I think it made me gay anyway. <laughs> I think that's awesome. So, so tell us a little bit about like what was the coolest thing that you got to do after you won America's Got Talent. Um, the coolest thing was probably when I did Christmas in Washington, and I got to sing for I got to sing for the president, and um, there was a whole bunch of artists there like Corinne Bailey Ray and uh, Gretchen Wilson and uh, Taylor Hicks, Chris Brown. So that was like incredible for me. I was like backstage, and I'm like looking at all of them like how am I here? Like it was, it was really just mind blowing. And of course I really loved when I got to tour and travel and do a couple TV shows, um, in Germany and Vienna and Switzerland. It was just a beautiful experience. And I really didn't get to travel at all before, um, the whole America's got talent thing. So just to really get to see the world was incredible for me. Okay. So you did your first album and it was called Bianca Ryan. I have to tell you like, cause I'm like, I'm such a ham, but like I bought all, I bought all your albums when they came out. Oh, really? um, Thank I thought you. your Jennifer Holiday rendition. I actually, uh, uh, the Jimmy Star Show, we're sponsored by the Spectrum Music Group. It's a largest indie record label in the world. And, um, and I actually run their hip hop R&B division up here in Pennsylvania oh, wow. and New York. And um, so I've always been, hang on, I've always been a big music buff. So I bought all your, your, I bought that when it came out. And then your other, you had a Christmas EP that came out. And then mm-hmm. in 2010, I'm a huge, do you like Twilight? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm well, a Twilight I, nerd. Yeah. Yeah, okay, are you Team I Jacob? Books. Uh, yeah, I am Team Jacob. Sorry for all the Team Edward girls out there. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Edward. 
Going for the glistening vampire. Uh, listen to you. So then you did a song, though, and you did a song, uh, let's see, In My Head, and that was kind of like a, your Twilighty kind of song. Tell us a yeah. little bit about it, because I downloaded it. I think uh, it was great. I don't, I don't know if it ever really got like a radio airplay, but it's a great song. Well, it was my first time ever really getting to write my own music and have my own ideas and like my, the, my own say over my own music. So um, that was incredible for me. I, got, I went into the studio, and I recorded that with um, Joe Finelli. And that was amazing. You know, I brought my lyrics in there. I had read the book and I was like, I have to write a song about this. You know, like this, this is like an incredible kind of story. And I really wanted to get it to get the song into the soundtrack. Unfortunately, I was really late on all of the cutoff dates for the first two, for the first two movies. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna put it out there and just say, you know what I wrote it for. So that's pretty much how it went about. Which movie did you like the best out of all four of them? Um... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they all have their their own little thing to them. I really did like the first one, Twilight. Okay, I like the first one too. Jimmy, yeah. I have to ask oh, you a question. Did you, is this the gal that sang Jennifer Hudson's song? No, Jennifer Holiday. Well, that's, Jennifer Hudson made it famous after yeah. she sang. Je- yeah, from the movie. Yeah, she's singing. I have a compliment for you, my sweet little cookie. <laughs> Do you know what Jimmy said to me once? That you sing it better than Jennifer did. And I said, nobody sings it better than Jennifer. I love the way Jennifer sings it. And then he played it for me. And let me tell you something. You did a fantastic job with that song. That's Thank not you. an easy song. I'm, I'm honored that you think that. No, the, Jimmy said And she this, was 11 when she wait, did it. Jimmy said this in private. This is no smoke job up the butt. This is the truth. <laughs> Jimmy said it in private. He said, she's better than Jennifer Hudson. I argued. I said, nobody's better than Jennifer Hudson when it comes to that song. Jennifer Holiday, you mean? Jennifer Holiday. What the hell <laughs> you I don't know any of you kids. You're all 12 years old to me. I'm a- okay, I have a question from one of your fans. This is from Daniel S. Um, Bianca, this is for you. His okay. question is, there are so many Instagrams on Bianca's Ryan or Bianca... Bianca Ryan, I don't know which one to follow. Can you please ask her to follow me? <laughs> which one? Which one is your? Which one are you? Actually, she's I, official Bianca Ryan. Yeah, official Bianca Ryan. Somebody took the name Bianca Ryan already, so I just made it official Bianca Ryan. Okay, Ginger, can you type that in the chat room for us? Yeah, so official Daniel, Bianca Ryan. Official Bianca funny. Ryan. Okay. What uh, I want to do too, like, so people can hear how you sing. I yeah, know. Can you sing uh, for us a cappella? Oh. Oh, we could try that yeah. in a minute. You First, we'll play. Cannot well. ask no, no. a singer to do that. Well, we're going to play her. Fair. We're going to play a Christmas song. First, I want to say though, because we're also going to play a clip of "Dream in Color." I know you did all those covers, and I don't even know if that song "Dream in Color" is a cover or not, because I don't know who sang it. If somebody else sang it ahead of you, but that's actually uh, a song I had never heard when I got your album, and that's actually my favorite one because of the lyrics. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like how I like live. Whose yep. song was that? Um, it, I actually just found out like two weeks ago, right, that it was actually a cover. And it, when was it recorded first? Like 1970s? Yeah, my dad sang probably like the 1970s. Oh, say hi to dad because like uh, dad. I was watching his YouTube clips. He was so happy when you won. He was like <laughs> such a proud dad. And like you have a very good looking family. Your dad and mom are really good looking. And so like no wonder you're so beautiful. Uh, so that was like really cool. But but I think that's my favorite song on there is Dream in Color because of the lyrics and because I had never heard it before. But And we're going to play a little clip of that for people just so they can hear it. But what we're going to play is since it's Christmas and we're going in Christmas, we're going to play Why Couldn't It Be Christmas Eve? Awesome. And so um, what I want you to do is you just say who you are and you, you introduce it. Then we'll play it and then we'll come back and talk for a few minutes when we're done. Okay, sure. Playing it, okay? So you, you go ahead and introduce it. Okay. Um, hey guys, this is Bianca Ryan, and you're about to hear Why Couldn't It Be Christmas Every Day. Hope you enjoy and have a happy holiday. 
Bianca. That is a go. great, great song. It's up. It's fun. It's holiday. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. That was actually. Why do we have an echo now? Yeah, Bianca, maybe turn down the speakers a little bit. Oh, Bianca, turn your speakers yeah. down because you're echoing. And, and is that okay? Bianca, I'm giving, you you, I'm giving you the ultimate compliment. Jimmy, I'm asking him now to put that in my car. I want to play that from now until Christmas. It's such a fun, up, adorable, sweet Christmas song, and you do awesome. a beautiful job. And you guys, you can get it on iTunes, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like she's got a whole bunch of music on iTunes, and you definitely want to get it. There's there's a girl in this. There's another girl in the chat room, and she's like freaking out about you. Oh, oh it's, really? his name's John. Her name is John. <laughs> well, it says guest Kayla, but they just signed in, and now his name is John Luzia, and he's got all kinds of questions. Go. Oh, uh, what's your Twitter account? Oh, that's Bat Bianca Ryan. <laughs> I can tell you that one. <laughs> yeah. There was something about, like, they heard you are going to be in a parade on Friday. Are you going to be in a parade on Friday? Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to be um, – there's a Westchester parade here in uh, Pennsylvania that I'm going to be singing in and uh, performing in. I'm actually going to be giving out a bunch of free Christmas CDs. So, um, yeah, people should come out and come see it. Where are, where are you in Pennsylvania? I don't know. Um, well, right now I'm in Philadelphia, but the parade is going to be in Westchester. Where is Westchester? What county? Um, West. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I get, it's about. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm from California. New we're York. new here. We live here. Yeah, we live so. here, but we're new. We haven't been here very long. We don't know where anything is. If it wasn't for GPS, we'd still be in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess it's about like 45 minutes away from Philly. So. Not well, that bad. Montgomery County, Bucks County, because this way people there will know where you are. Um, I have, I have a few questions from a few people in the chat room. They, they heard that you're going to be going to Japan. Is that true? Uh, yeah, actually I just got done recording a new single, um, which is like awesome because I haven't recorded in so long. I was under, uh, I had like a, a couple of vocal issues that I was actually going through. Like, um, I found out I had acid reflux and it was like burning the vocal cords really badly. So I, I went on a little bit of a vocal break. And luckily, it's starting to clear up, and things are starting to get better. So I went back into the studio, finally, after all the high school years and um, all that nonsense, and uh, recorded a new single with uh, guys named Dan and Alexi. They're actually from California. So uh, it sounds awesome, and I got to write it, and we finished writing and recording it in two days. So I'm, like, totally excited to work with them again. Um, It's going to be awesome. And... Uh, so I'm in the studio and then I'm going to be going to Japan in about, well, this, they're coming, Japanese TV is coming this Friday to film the parade. And then in about two weeks, I'm going to Japan to be on the Fuji network that they have there singing along with the kids band, um, on TV. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to be there for about two weeks. Awesome. What a nice Christmas break that is. Yeah. I won't be home for Christmas though, but luckily they're letting me take the, uh, the little sis and my dad with me. So um, oh, I'll have, cool. I'll have company with me. It'll be fine. Now, do you have a boyfriend? Present? No, no, I do not. Um, does not does really your dad good. let you date? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're fine with it. Um, but no, it's just not, not, not me right now. Okay. I went through a relationship so in high school and um, just wasn't, wasn't that great. So I'm just not really getting into the whole thing right now. I just want to focus on myself, my life, and music. Good. So you're yeah. not going to get a Pandora bracelet 
with the charm on it. <laughs> no, not this <laughs> like year. Unless the, dad like, gets it. Like everybody gets it. <laughs> I, I have a question about the new music then, because like basically you came out and you sang a bunch of cover songs, and then a few, I guess there was a few original songs on your first album, but they weren't your original songs. And then you did a song, and you did the song In My Head. Uh, your other songs were more kind of poppy, and In My Head is almost more singer-songwriter. What are we going to be looking for coming out in the future from you? Um, well, I'm really like... Um, into like songwriting right now. So a lot of my songs that I tend to write on piano tend to go like kind of like Christina Perry. I'm actually okay. trying. To, I'm trying to record a song right now that will hopefully definitely get in the Hunger Games soundtrack. Um, but yeah, my stuff tends to go a little bit more um, singer songwriter, acoustic indie style. Uh, but I, you know, I love um, R and B pop, so I'm going to try and do something like that too. That's good. I like that. Go ahead. I'm so impressed. By Shane Layton and this gal, at their ages, what they're doing, writing, singing, doing. I mean, it's amazing. Years ago, you know, Peggy Lee got a piece of music and sang it. Although Peggy Lee was a writer. I'm wrong about that. But most of the uh, singers in those days just got a song and sang it. Mm -hmm. Today, you kids really do write them. It's amazing. So he's talking to we um actually Shane Layton is in the chat room. She's a big fan of the show and a good friend of ours. Mm, And uh, we just she just got signed to Spectre Spectre Records. She's kind of like a a rock singer, Uh, and she's got uh, two best selling books. And they're kind of a kind of like Twilight meets Pan's Labyrinth type books. Oh wow! uh, So she's got two books. And her first movie was called The Incubus, and it was in theaters. And she did all the songs on the soundtrack. You're very similar. You're both kind of redheads. You're you're both beautiful. (laughs) You both have great voices. Yeah, it's true. Oh wow! And she says hi, by the way. Hi, (laughs) hello. Yeah, songwriting. Songwriting is the best because you're not performing a song that didn't come from your heart. You know, when you wrote it, when you write a song, and you're performing a song that you wrote, it it just means so much more. And I think that the audience can see that. I believe that you sound like a little bit like Dolly Parton when you sing, and Dolly wrote all all of her songs. Also, she's another talented songwriter. Yeah. Your voice, I wish you the best career forever and ever, and great success because you are a true, true talent. So you were 12 when the first record came out? Were you yeah, 12 was, when your first record came yeah, out? I was 12. Uh, I, what I want to, what I want to do is, I just want to play, I want to play like a little bit of Dream and Color. We're not going to play the whole song. I just want people to hear it through the first like chorus or so. We, and we don't have to turn the mics down, Chad. Let's just play it for everybody because this is the lyrics in this song are so beautiful. It's not even funny, and I freaking like love them. I listen to this song <laughs> this all the time. Is, this, is, this is Jimmy's favorite song. This is my favorite song on the record because I didn't had never heard it before. And a twelve year old singing is unbelievable. I'm so excited for your new music. I can't wait because you've you've matured. You're beautiful. I know the songs are going to be fantastic. Um, you have such a great voice. But but, but let's listen to you. A little bit when you were 12. So everybody, like, check this one out. Chad, you got it? I'm already playing it. Okay, turn it up. Just give me the thumbs up when you want to bring it down. Never been seen When I wake up, age more 
that's so that's dreaming I love I think the lyrics are so great when I dream I dream in color like that because that's how I am like I would never ever believe that's an 11 year old 12 tell you I mean that's a mature voice that's a full full you know guitar anyway so it's so fabulous also one more question from the chat room somebody mentioned something about a movie I know you did a movie but that was like a long time ago do you have another movie you're doing uh, yeah, I actually just finished an independent film. It's called We Are Kings, and I got to play, like, this cool kind of, I guess, rocker, emo kid. <laughs> so it's, like, the complete opposite of who I am, so it was a lot of fun. And um, How are, just, are you a good actress? Are you pretty good? Um, well, I... Toot, toot your horn, toot your horn. <laughs> no, no, I actually don't want to say how bad I am. I don't think I'm that good. <laughs> it's fun, because... You never know, because we actually have a production company called Show and Tell Entertainment. We're working on our first big budget film, and it's already cast. But like, as we start doing stuff in America, like maybe we can get you in some as the like hot rocker chick again. Because like, I would love to. Yeah. I would love to have you in a film. I, I would love to do that. I definitely want like as much experience as I can get. I act, I haven't had that much experience. I mean, I've tried out for a couple Disney things. I tried out for like Hannah Montana and like Camp Rock and stuff like that. Um, but, I saw you did a concert too with Demi Lovato and and that chick from like the Spelling Bee movie. Oh, Kiki Palmer, yeah. Yeah, Kiki Palmer. <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple things with Kiki Palmer. She's really, really just a genuinely nice person. So I love Kiki Palmer. Yeah. What was Demi Lovato like? How was Demi Lovato? Was she nice? Demi Lovato is a very sweet girl. Yeah, I met her when I went for the Cam Rock audition. We were going um, auditioning for the same part. I don't really remember. I was a lot um, younger at the time, but yeah, she's very sweet. Actually, it's like she was kind of famous already then, but she wasn't. I mean, it was like that kind of that movie kind of like really made her, yeah. like in a way with the Jonas Brothers and stuff. So that was awesome. But um, well, I, I like the way that you're going now. I can't wait for the new music to come out. I think it's fantastic. Um, we think you're uh, and going to. I've never been to Japan, but like I know that you can be a huge star in Japan and sell millions of records. You know, and and maybe yeah, over I, here nobody will even know you. So like, let's let's do it. Let's become famous in Japan, and then when the plane lands, yeah. there'll be like a million people standing there waiting for you, like they do for Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a quarter Japanese too, so I really love that. Yeah, I like that. I'm not kidding you. I saw a, a video. I saw a oh thing God, like when when Paris and Nikki Hilton people. when they landed in Japan. There's like millions Paris of people. Hilton. Paris Hilton and Nikki Hilton's even bigger because she has a purse hey, line that's popular. Hey, Deirdre, when you met Paris Hilton, what'd you think of her? I I wasn't. I didn't like her. I thought she was kind of a bitch. <laughs> You don't have to say that. You don't have to comment, Bianca. <laughs> we have our own opinions. <laughs> I met her, too, at the Elton John concert when I was Elton John's guest. He was nice. I met her grandfather, the Hilton. I drove um, uh, uh, Cliff Robertson to his house. Okay, so we'll get off the Hilton thing and go back to the Bianca Ryan thing. <laughs> so, everybody, Bianca Ryan is fabulous, and she's terrific, and she's up fabulously hey chad uh-oh she's back chad are you there yeah you're breaking up anybody. a little bit you're breaking up a little bit oh yes yeah, okay you're breaking up okay what's your sister's name <laughs> what's your sister's name tell her to wave we're waving to her anyway uh and chad are we breaking up chad you're coming back 
Okay, we're coming back. Slowly. I just wanted I wanted to give a shout out to your sister Bianca because I keep seeing her hand. So we were giving a shout out to your sister, <laughs> and uh, we want everybody to follow Bianca Ryan. Her Facebook is facebook.com slash official Bianca Ryan. Her YouTube is Bianca Ryan here. You can follow her on Twitter at Bianca Ryan and Instagram. She's official Bianca Ryan, and she disappears. Is she gone now, Chad? We are having a problem with that Skype connection. Okay, you want to? Tr- can you try calling her back one more time just so we can say goodbye? It's, they're actually trying right now as we speak. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm not a fan of Skypes. Oh well, they have to do something. They really have to improve their system. That's okay. I hope you guys are enjoying this though. She's a cool singer. She's got great music. She's fantastic. We love her. And well, how nice is she? Is she like oh, she's, she's beautiful really, and she's fantastic? A very unaffect, unaffected, unaffected, unaffected. totally unaffected young lady she's who's just a absolutely eighteen-year-old talent. Just a, a sweetie. Oh, she's eighteen. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's a sweetie pie. Sweetie. Absolutely, pie. Chad. Maybe hang up on them and you try and call them. Okay. Wait. Okay, try it. You try and call them real quick. And if they go off the air, just tell we got you back. She's- hey, yeah, I'm back. I hear you guys now. Okay, good. Oh, there, there we go. go. We while while we were gone, we gave everybody all your social media sites. And awesome. what I was what I was saying before is I was just trying to say hey to your sister because her arm keeps coming in the thing, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> so I was asking, what's your sister's what's your sister's name? Um, Isabella. She's actually here because like I I'm I'm not good with like technology, so she taught me how to use Skype. <laughs> and she's oh, like, cool. Now, is is your mother Italian? Uh, my mom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she is part Italian. Because Bianca and Isabella are two Italian names. Yeah, actually, though, Bianca means white, and Isabella means it's beautiful. You know that your Wikipedia though says you were named after Bianca Jagger because your dad likes the Rolling Stones. Is that true? Yes, I was. He's a huge Stones fan, and my little brother actually just walked in right here. His name is uh, Jagger. Oh my gosh, that's so Hey Jagger, what's Jagger. up? Hey Jagger. Oh man, he looks oh, like a so rock cute. star. How cute yeah. he is. <laughs> he's adorable. Tell Isabella to walk in front of the camera too so we can see what she looks Hello. like. Oh hey, hey Isabella. Hey. Oh, you guys look almost you guys look like you look a lot alike. Look yeah, I just say that a lot. People mistake me for her. We think it's awesome. So we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star show. We wish you, wish you the best going to Japan and when oh, the new you. music when the new music is ready for everybody to hear, we'd love to bring you back on and, uh, and play it for everybody, and we'll do another interview then. So keep in touch with us. I'll follow you on Twitter and get people help, help get people to follow you. And awesome. we just want to thank you for coming on the show. We think you're fantastic. I'm so happy that you grew up so well, and you're so beautiful and talented, and it didn't go to your head. Uh, so like, I think it's really, really fantastic, and you're doing a great job. And thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Love oh. your Christmas song. I'm going to play you. it a lot. Bye, honey thank bunch. You. Happy, thank you for happy having Christmas. Me. Oh, Absolutely. Bye bye. Oh, and thanks, Sonny. Thanks, Sonny. Yeah. Tell Sonny thank you, okay? Yes, I will. Bye. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Makes you feel She's good. She's so sweet. Yeah, She's when you know that there, are young, that there are young girls out there that are not like some of the girls we see at the well, mall. She's wholesome and, and just a, yeah. a, a nice, normal. Well, you know, man, does she you, have a voice? Chad, wasn't yeah, she cool? She does. Man, that was a voice. I agree with you. I she's, mean, she's got said, and if you heard, wow. if you went online and looked up. Bianca Ryan on YouTube singing Am I Telling You I'm Not Going? Like, it's just unbelievably fantastic how good it is. It's not even funny. Lovely girl. And she must yes. have lost a lot of weight because uh, she looks she heavier. Did. Yeah, she looks really good. Hope She lost her baby weight. Yeah, because she was like 11. She still had all her like baby fat. Like a totally and different so person. She, all right. Yeah, totally. Good for her. She looks fantastic, though. 
Gotta love it. Um, so also, everybody, we want to thank all the syndicates of the Jimmy Star Show, starting off with our home station, W4CY Radio, WROM Radio in Detroit, Bad Tomato Radio in Washington, D.C., Planet Radio Network with offices in New York, L.A., Ontario, and London, WROM Radio in Detroit, who helped set up – oh, I said them already once. I said them twice. Hey, they got double booking, uh, and they helped book Michael Reagan, so that was awesome. Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. You can also hear us on iHeartTalk Radio, Stitcher iTunes and SoundCloud. How was that? That was pretty good, right? I that, was that, a, that was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. Almost, on one, right. almost yeah. on one breath. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this now is a you big... you got to memorize it. That's the next challenge. <laughs> next week we're going to have a great show. We have uh, Will and Anthony... Nunziata. Nunziata or something. Nunziata. Nunziata, yes. You got it. And uh, yes. they're fantastic Fabulous. singers, and Fabulous. we're going to have a really good time with them. And everybody needs to watch whatever good show Deirdre's telling you to watch tonight. What are you going to watch? Oh, God. American History. Oh, American History of the Coven. There you go. And Chad. Yes, sir. You playing anywhere this weekend? We are, but it's all private country clubs. Can you imagine that? That is so weird. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Are you down at the Boca uh, Boca one? The um, Boca West? Yeah, we're at Boca West West on Saturday night, and then we're across the street at some other country club club on friday oh. so interesting oh, weekend private so all you guys want to go see chad and heather haha you can't <laughs> it's not going to be that rowdy unless West. you're part of the crowd and uh and West that's it everybody Boker. it's five Boker. it's ten to five we had a great show we had a few hiccups in the beginning of the show seems to get better yep. and we're all taking our feet out of our mouths now and we're gonna see you guys next week thanks so much everybody Tonight